ね Welcome back to the Garden State Outdoors and Podcast presented by Boondocks Hunting. I'm your host, Mike Nitre. I'm Peyton Smith. And welcome back, everyone. It is our first episode of 2024. Uh, Peyton, it's been uh, a couple weeks since you've been on. Um, I think you're, the last episode you did was our Christmas episode. You were with the girlfriend in a way for the New Year's Eve episode or New Year's episode. How's it been? Uh, we ha- we haven't talked to you in a little bit on here. So what what's been going on? It's been good. Um, haven't been doing as much hunting as I would have liked. I got out for uh, one deer hunt and maybe three duck hunts. Um, you know, over the last a couple of weeks, and um, so it was good. You know, shot a bunch of sea ducks down in Maryland, some scudders, some some old squaw, uh, some buffalo heads. Um, yeah, it was good. You know, shot a shot a handful. Got in the last deer hunt in Maryland of the year, uh, which didn't you know didn't really see much. But you know, then Christmas, obviously, you know, everything on my list was was hunting and fishing related. So got a lot of <laughs> a lot of new gear to try out, um, which I'm excited. I also had my birthday, so um, got a bunch of new stuff. Yeah, when, wait, my birthday wait, is uh, New Year's Day. Yeah. And you didn't tell anybody, let any of us know that your birthday was New Year's Day, did it? Did you even post about it on the your your page? No, no, we don't. Not a big birthday guy. We don't do uh, Jesus. Not well, big on birthdays. Well, happy belated birthday, man. Um, I wish I would have known because I, I like I'm bad with birthdays, but like once I know someone's, I have to I have to put it in my phone. If I don't put it in my phone, like I'll forget. But you have a really easy one to to remember like, that's one of the, one of the easier ones that's like um joe <clears throat> over our guys um his birthday is on christmas so it's oh, like terrible but well, well he's Ju- he's jewish though oh okay well yeah, then it's nice. yeah yeah so um it's like damn that's a that's an easy one to remember so every year i, I yeah. go to say merry christmas and i'm like wait no happy birthday <laughs> yeah that's awesome then never have to work on your birthday either yeah, no, always going to have off during the Christmas. Yeah. Also, when you're growing up, also during the, the Christmas holiday break, usually so too, like mm-hmm. you get usually like that week and, and everything like that. So that's that's not a bad, not a bad birthday. Like no. I wouldn't want it on Christmas, but I guess if you weren't Catholic or you didn't believe in, you know, Christmas, it's not it's not a bad birthday to have. No, no, it's actually a great birthday. Um. But yeah, got a bunch of new hunting gear, got a new uh, climbing stick set up. I know Mike knows what I was running before, which was incredibly heavy. So uh, I got a kind of sweet Christmas gift there. I'm uh, switching from the muddy one sticks and the Hawk Helium uh, Apex, I think, yeah, Apex platform to um, <clears throat> the Tethered Predator platform and the XOP uh, 2.0 sticks, X2 sticks. Yeah. Um, and just the difference already is huge. They're so much lighter. The, my setup has the weights cut in half. I'm not running running um, buckles or running versus straps, which also cuts down on the weight. Um, but I'm you know you've seen how I've held it together before, and I've actually thought that I'd want to switch that up now that it's lighter, but uh, light enough to hold the packs, the mm-hmm. sticks of the pack. I'm actually uh, sticking with what I've got for now. Um, that's not to say I won't switch it up down the road, but. Yeah, yeah. It's a long uh, off only, season. Yeah, it is a long off season. I got to figure that out. Um, and I want to try to get some reps in with it here early, uh, you know, late bow season, just to try to figure it out because I got to, you know, as you know, it's like you think you stealth stripped everything until you put up that last <laughs> stick and you've been so quiet getting in, setting up. And then you find that one little sliver of metal on metal that you forgot to cover up. Yeah. And then it just echoes, you know, three zip codes over. So I got a lot of, you got to buy more stealth strip because I thought I got it all and not even close. Metal was like steel buckle from the platform, hit a blank spot on the platform and it's just so loud. It is echoed, but yeah, got uh, getting geared up and uh, caught us a bit of a second wind. I think, you know, the last few days um, I didn't hunt this last weekend, um, even though, you know, I could have. Um, I just had other stuff going on, but 
you know, I could have found some time. And, but now I think this weekend I'm, I'm getting excited again to go, you know, maybe, you know, maybe on Sunday night or yeah. if I have some time, but it was just funny because this is the weekend that I don't have hardly any time, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's something that we we've talked about a lot, you know, this last year here. Um, and it's a long season and it's a grueling season and, you know, those first few months, I'd say from, especially for us being in New Jersey, we have, you know, that second week on in September and we're going basically full drive from September all the way till, you know, probably Thanksgiving, you know, and, you know, maybe even into, into the December, but really like Thanksgiving, you know, up until Thanksgiving, we're on full drive, we're on full go. And, you know, from the beginning of the season, it only ramps up. You know, and once we get into that late, mid, late October, then it's like everything is just full drive. Like we are, we're pushing, we're pushing as hard as we can. You know, we're doing a lot of scouting. We're doing a lot of hunting. Um, You know, you're, you know, I think there is one point that you and I were up every morning. We would go out, we'd hunt all day. We'd meet up talk about it for like a good 20 30 minutes drive home you know especially for you you know you're facing the, the longer drive and everything like that with traffic and everything like that so by the time you get home you eat yada 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 you lay your head back down you're getting right back up you know for the next hunt um in the morning <clears throat> and the process repeats itself um you know so you do your that body three days in a row a couple of yeah. times you know it's you, it, it takes its toll you know on you yeah that's probably Mentally why I'm sick all fall. <laughs> yeah. 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 You, you, you know, you, you got it. Not as bad as Bobby, but you, you definitely did get a, uh, we got a rough. Yeah. Bob, Bobby got it again rough. right now. I, I was going to say that, you know, I was going to say that before we started recording because I heard the cough and everything like that. I was like, Oh, you see you, you're sick again. Um, but it's also that time of the year too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hunting. It's what we're doing. You know, um, it's winter. It's getting cold. Everything is just not only with with hunting, but the Christmas time of the year. It's, you know, the holiday, the holiday time of year, getting presents, family, traveling to go see your family and everything like that. Spending time with the girlfriend and everything like that and making sure you get your your time in with that. And then, you know, now you you got another big, crazy mm-hmm. weekend before you can really, you know, get it settled down and everything like that. It's a grind. And sometimes you do need that break in. As much as I 100% agree with you, I didn't want that break with having COVID, but it was a really nice break just of not doing anything like no, no hunting for like about a week. Um, and this was my first week back. Um, you know, obviously we're recording on Monday, but I'm talking about like, I think I hunted on Friday, Saturday, uh, Friday, Sunday. Um, and then today, so. Um, good, good news. We finally got our first winter storm in like two years, it, it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, that was huge. I mean, huge, huge, huge um, cold weather. We got out and duck hunted the one day, then it snowed. Uh, we were going to duck hunt, but then we we weren't able to. So I went, ended up going to work. And then I took full advantage of the next day of getting out with scouting and uh, doing some hunting. Didn't go necessarily the way I, I wanted it to go, but... It was just so nice. Like, I really did not care if I saw a deer or if I killed a deer or anything like that. Like, just being out in the snow, it's snowing while you hunted. Just it felt like a legit winter and how things should be. And I hope, you know, I know we got some rain on the forecast. I know it's supposed to dip back again this weekend into some real cold weather. Um, But, you know, it's it's nice to have that, you know, we need that. Um, we seriously do need that. Um, and I think it will definitely help if we can get that some snow, so a few more snowfalls on the ground. Some deer are definitely going to hit the ground for, for late season. Cause they're going to be up on their feet moving and we're going to be able to take full advantage of that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think it is, it definitely changes things up and I think it helps to move the ball back in our favor. Because at this time of year, especially on public land with the pressure and deer going nocturnal, it, it gets really, really hard. But so then yeah. when you get things like colder weather, you know, all that brush getting knocked down, they're concentrating on food sources, water sources, limited, limited cover. 
you start to stack the deck a little bit back in your favor. You know, when you kind of had the element of surprise in the early season when they weren't pressured, they you know, kind of forgot about, you know, maybe they don't, maybe they do, but they kind of let their guard down a little bit in the early season. Right. And then you kind of get into the rut, which, you know, was weird, really weird. I think this year for it, it, me, I think my, I never had a true rut hunt this year. Um, <clears throat> but you know, I think this is going to help stack the deck in the favor. And I'm looking forward to actually what I'm going to do this year and kind of just shake things up in the winter is um, just start over and find some new spots to hunt um, and just kind of do a scout and get back to kind of the roots of just like still hunting is what I think I'm going to spend my, my winter time doing and, and get in and get in early, you know, maybe going in at noon, still hunting or, you know, maybe before like 11, still hunt into a spot and kind of just, like walk around and until I find a good spot, I want to set up on a good enough sign, but yeah, you know, and what is, you know, if you're going to give someone out there who's new to hunting or is struggling a little bit, what is, uh, you know, a little bit of advice that you can give for, for this time of the year um, with pressure deer, with the cold, hopefully the cold weather coming in, um, you know, <clears> what <throat> type of, um, what is one thing that you would really focus on? Yeah. So I think this time of year with them being so pressure, I, you know, I've seen some uh, studies from the Mississippi state deer lab where they track buck movement in accordance with pressure. And there's the bucks that were in the high pressured areas, like limited their range to next to nothing. So um, I think what's important to focus on is, it's not good enough for a spot. You know, when you talk about food, cover, water, it's not good enough for a spot to just have one. Like you got to find where those three things meet because they're not going to be moving far. So especially in a state with New Jersey with high deer density, if you find a spot where those three things meet and you find it, get a snowstorm, you know, where you can see how deer use an area in a 24 hour period, pretty much you can uh, just by looking at tracks in the snow that might be something that i'm going to look for uh because you know just food or just water or just cover is probably not going to be good enough especially now that deer they're not going to range to this food source especially at the oak crop we got there's oaks everywhere so you got to find you know in proximity to food and water you got to find where those three you gotta find that overlap like think ben ben diagram you know mm-hmm. you're gonna find you gotta find that spot in the center i think yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I have to agree with that. Um, also, you know, something I would say is, you know, really keep an eye on the weather. The weather is going to, and it, it kind of goes back. Like we need the snow, we need this, but if you know, there's a, a snowstorm or not even a snowstorm, you know, if there's a big freeze coming where the temperatures for the next few days are going to be, you know, single digits, you know, maybe even like 15, 20 degrees, something like that for a few days, take serious you know time out to try and go hunt you know and then you're looking for for anything that's green if there's anything that's green left over at this time of the year use that too as your key especially in if everything's freezing over or if there is snow on the ground and so a lot of the food source like the oaks that we have had fall crazy and i know there's still red oaks on the ground i believe black right it's black oaks um black oaks on the ground, stuff like that. Like they, they will eat that in the, in the late season. So try to focus on if the snow's covered, find whatever green you can. Um, and you know, try to, try to go from there and, you know, put in your time there, but you know, the weather is going to be very important. And then one more key, you know, before, you know, we could talk a little more about this later, but, um, dress correctly, you know, especially if you're bow hunting, um, I think wearing the proper clothing is crucial because you need to be warm because the warmer you are, the later you're going to stay, you know, the better chance you have, you know, staying out there longer, um, the less likely you are to move so much to stay warm. Um, but also making sure you don't overdress where you can't pull your bow back correctly. Or if you are pulling it back, when you let go, your string isn't going to hit something. Um, I think that's a very key that 
it's probably one of the also the tougher things because you want to dress so warm and you know you want to wear all these layers and everything like that but find yourself the proper clothing don't overdress if you don't have to with the bow um but you know i think that's a, a big key right there for for hunting in the late season as well because if you're cold you're going to be miserable and you're not going to want to hunt wear your clothes in too so um you know it's really cold i'll run the first light solitude jacket and bibs and uh i can't walk in those i i don't really it doesn't really matter how cold it's gonna mm-hmm. be i can't walk in those Agreed. i'll sweat to death um and then once you sweat and you feel that you know that sweat in the back on like dripping down your back mm-hmm. um <clears throat> that turns into that chill up your spine and that's when you're really cold yeah so uh pack your clothes in i uh I just got a heated vest, like the Milwaukee heated vest that runs off my screw gun batteries. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to be a game changer because I can wear that in. It's a relatively light layer, but then I can just turn it on and, you know, get a couple batteries um, in my pack and I'll be warm, you know, warm all day. So I think that's something else to consider. I see a lot of uh, companies. I think Tidewee makes heated jackets yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, heated jackets to are great. They they are great. I used to run one. Um, I'm thinking about getting another one again just because of how useful it is, especially, you know, when you're running a bib, um, you know, it, it's those things are pretty warm, especially if you're looking at, you know, um, First Light, Kuyu, Sika, something like that. Like those do really well in the cold weather. Um, and when you're adding, you know, a heated jacket to that i think it's just even more important and it's that's really going to keep you good for when you're bow hunting it's like all right like i'm going to be warm but i'm also still going to be mobile too um and don't have yeah go ahead um that's what i was going to say um if you don't want to do that the other thing you can do is get these are heat portable hand warmers um oh yeah 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 yeah. you could get a i will sometimes wear like a flannel shirt with two pockets and stick one in each pocket and that'll mm. also help you do the same. And my uh, first light jacket, the solitude jacket, has uh, pouches scattered throughout the jacket and the bibs where you could jam hand warmers in. Yep. Wow, that's that's pretty cool. That's a smart, very smart. Never thought of that. Useful, useful tip right there. Yeah, I mean, they're not just for your hands. You know, it's a little. You can you can bring bring another set with you. You're gonna do an all day sit, which I find that they'll you'll get eight hours out of them easy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the ones I used uh, this morning are still nice and hot in in the truck right now in my pants. The good hot hands ones. It does make a difference if they're like the actual hot hands versus if like I've had like the Dick Sporting Good brand or the Walmart brand. It's just agreed, agreed. I have the hot like hands you, right now, and you, they are. You got to go hot hands. Yeah. If it's not hot hands, it's just not good enough. It's not as good. Yeah. But I, you know, I want to piggyback on what, you know, you said, and it's, it's, you know, yeah, don't wear all your layers in. I really don't. Um, I've made that mistake before. Um, and you're right. Once that wind picks up and usually in the winter, the the wind is really picking up. You're still, I don't care how many layers you're wearing. If you, there is sweat and everything that's built up, you're going to feel it. And it's going to make you miserable. Just absolutely miserable. Yeah. And kind of like especially when in the morning when you get out of your truck and it's cold you want to put hurry up put all your layers on because you're cold mm-hmm. you should leave the truck a little chilly that's if what i've got yeah. a lo- if you've got a long walk you should be cold as you leave the truck and then by the time you get to the tree because you know i sweat the most sometimes getting up the tree yeah yeah, um, yeah just like that last little bit so maybe i think going which forward, is maybe crazy i'll get to the bottom of the tree and then cool off you know it's just like you know it's like that last push at the end of a workout it's like the hardest yeah. part you know you're like using everything um yeah i but, listen i'll i completely back that like once you get up and it's crazy you get up and you set up and everything like that and there's like jesus christ like I, i'm so hot like why you know so i when That's i do what is I know I actually, i'm screwed <laughs> I'm yeah, like, yeah oh i've done it now i take my jacket and i leave my you know my warm jacket and you know with the you know my sick of bibs and everything like that i zipper it all the way down so like everything's flapping and flying open and, you know mm-hmm. so i'll be the least uh you know amount of and it, it's easy 
to warm up if you're dry. It is, you know, I much rather suffer and be cold. There's even times when I'm driving in the morning. I actually, before I get out to where my spot, I actually roll down my windows. I don't. And I I, I I, get in the cold. I try to just get, like you said, I try to get as cold mm -hmm. as possible. Um, It sucks sometimes. It also helps me wake up and everything like that. But, you know, the one thing is I'll have the heat on blast and you just get so comfortable and used to that once you step outside and everything like that. So I try to get the the coldness out the way in my mind and and focus on all right like this is about to be cold you're about to hike out there and, and be cold you're gonna set up be cold but then you're gonna layer up and you're gonna get warm i do that all the time on a windy day i do it all the time whether it's a morning hunt afternoon hunt i always rather be cold to start my hunt and put layers on and then warm up yeah yeah because like you know what like walking versus like sitting dead still is a huge difference on what you need Mm -hmm. um and you'll warm up you you get like 100 yards from the truck you're gonna start warming up and you're gonna like you're gonna be fine you're gonna be comfortable um you know when when i go for a run and like 32 degree weathers i'm wearing i'm wearing just sweatshirt and sweatpants you know but if i was sitting still be freezing yeah. to death you know but i'm like sweating to death and just, and just like you know you see people running in shorts in january you know it's just you gotta think about what it's gonna be when you set up and not and just kind of put it out of your head it's like yeah it's gonna be cold i'm gonna suck it's gonna suck now don't drive with all your hunting clothes with all your warm clothes on either and like you said i think it's a good tip it's like roll your windows down try to get acclimated so it's not such a shock when you get out of the truck and you're in a rush to yeah. get warm again and I, and I think another thing, it's it's on the clothing topic. Good warm boots for this time of the year is really key. Um, I run three, honestly, I run three different boots throughout the season. I got my early season boots that I kind of push till November. <laughs> um, sometimes it, it's a terrible decision. Um, and then I do have my muck boots, which is for the wet rainy days or snow days like today. And then I have my Cabela winter boots, which I can wear in the snow um or just if it's really cold i wear wool socks but honestly you guys got to remember is it doesn't really matter because once you're outside there for a while you have to remember you you are going to start your feet are going to start to get cold your fingers are going to start to get cold that's how the human body keeps the core temperature nice and warm you know it pulls blood and everything like that away from your extremities and moves it to your core so you know it's actually it's actually a good thing um i i've yet to been able to to beat something like that i don't know if you're the if peyton if you do the um feet warmers i've never found that the feet warmers work for me no Um, i've never found that they work either i think you need like oxygen to to get that reaction that's in there and uh you just don't get enough oxygen in your boots i know people that run i have a buddy that's he's really tall he's six six um and so his extremity problem is huge because his extremities are so far away from his core and he runs heated socks uh because his feet are so bad his feet get so cold and he runs heated yeah. socks uh he's the one that told me about the he runs heated socks heated jackets um I don't know if he runs heated gloves, but he always wears like thick gloves, but it doesn't matter at that point, which is kind of the pro of me being a shorter guy is that um, generally I'll run fingerless gloves. And if I just keep my yeah. core warm enough, uh, my hands are are fine. Um, I don't, I don't like having, honestly, I usually tend to have my fingers freezing cold. Sometimes I don't even wear gloves. I just put them in. I, I just sometimes don't like the feeling of grabbing certain stuff with with my bow especially in the winter your hands get really dry really quickly i don't like that feeling um so i actually sometimes rather not wear gloves but if i am it has to be the fingerless ones like Mm -hmm. has to be especially my thumb and this finger especially for for bow hunting like these two have to be um but sometimes even if a deer comes sometimes i honestly i i take my glove off i like to feel you know, my bow in my hands, a hundred percent. Like I just like the feeling. Um, and sometimes a glove takes away from that. So I'm, I'm weird like that, but, um, no, I think my hands are, a good point though, is you got to practice shooting with your cold weather gear on. Yeah. A lot of people. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. And 
that's another good to, you got to shoot all year around. I, I, you know, I, I imagine that we've covered this before multiple times. Um, but go to the range, go to your backyard. If you, if you can throw on your winter gear and shoot, if it's snowing out and you're home, shoot in the snow, you know, shoot on a windy D shoot low light show early in the morning. Um, if you can also just like you would practice in, you know, before the season starts, I'm a huge, you know, believer in shooting out of a tree almost all year round. If you can climb up in a tree and shoot, you know, with your winter bow stuff on, you know, with, you know, cause that's very, yet again, if you're, you're carrying so much more layers now than you are obviously in the early season. So you just don't want that string to hit, um, any type of piece of piece of clothing or anything like that. And it can seriously alter your shot. No, so. I agree. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll move on. It's, I don't think there's anything else that we, we need to cover on that. You know, it's, it's a tough time to hunt guys. Um, be patient, pick your opportunities correctly. Um, I'm honestly just not going out there and just hunting for anything. I've actually kind of let the woods and most of my spots like simmer down a lot of nighttime movement. Um, you know, yet again, besides the last two days with, with snow, the deer haven't had to move far mm -hmm. for food. They really haven't lack of cover. So you got to get, you know, find those thickets, find what, you know, paint instead of all three, you know, just get out there, take your time, move around. Um, and, you know, it will come. We, you know, for most of us, we have till mid of February. Um, for other people, some of the people are seasons are actually done already. Um, and then, you know, some people close, you know, part of the state closes <clears throat> for us at the end of January. So, you know, um, just be patient. It's going to happen. Don't over overdo it because these deer, all animals are extremely pressured at this point of the year. You know what I also find myself doing like every year? kind of as you know um, i know that i definitely want to get better at deer hunting this time of year as well but this has generally been my small game hunting time um and i kind of see this you know no leaves on the trees and it's like i, I want to get in the woods and do some squirrel hunting and that's another way you can deer hunt that way or you can not uh, deer scout that way too yeah you can't deer hunt that Agreed. way but you can deer scout that way <clears throat> you know spend time in the woods find spots you know you're just gonna be covering ground you know, it's almost like it's a lot like duck hunting, except yep. you're just hiking. You know, you're just walking with your buddies, keeping your eyes up in the trees and trying to get some a couple of squirrels. Yeah, no, I, you know, I, I yet again, another thing I agree with um, winter bow is something that I've working on. I've honestly tell you the truth. I've only killed one deer in the winter. Only one. Um, I usually do my least amount of hunting in, in the winter. Um, I've always kind of struggled with um, hunting late season. Last year, my focus was all on waterfowl last year um, and not really deer because I had the meat. Um, this year, I have to at least get one. You know, maybe even two. I, I wouldn't I, you know, or maybe three. But, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to be picky. One has to be right now. I'm, I'm working on one, um, but that will be after whatever walks out time. I don't know if I'm ever at whatever walks time. I have a real. I'm completely okay with eating tag soup with a buck. I, I just am. That's always been my thing. I'm completely um, fine with that. But if we're talking on the dough, it might be that time for whatever walks out, you know, and those, you know, yearling does now they're old enough they're big enough um you know where i think the freezer has to get some meat in it i, I just have the to window of time to shoot does that i'm comfortable with is actually getting very short I think. yeah so i think you really got a couple weeks before it starts to get a little uncomfortable After it, it that, is a know. very tough like i said i've I've killed a doe, and I think we had this conversation over the phone. I, you know, the only doe that I killed in the winter was actually the last day of season. Smaller doe, but I had 19 deer out in front of me. So that was more of one, like, all right, 
something definitely needs to be done here. Um, you know, but that was also the last time we had really good snow. Like we had a lot of snow that year. Um, and that could have been the reason why there were so many deer, um, because I was running minerals at that time. You know, there's a there's a good food source up there. Um, they're browsing up there. Um, so I think it pulled a lot more deer up on this ridge than what normally normally would have been. Um, so and that's where I first saw Kong for the first time um, was that winter. Um, so. It, it, listen, it's it's going to play by ear as I'm a, in 100 percent agreement with you. Normally, I have had my does already shot. I've had the buck be, you know, be shot. I've had the meat in the freezer. So I, it's been a very, very, very long time where I haven't had this. So at some point, as much as I usually don't like shooting does this late, at some point, I ha- a doe has to get into the freezer. You know what I mean? It, it mm-hmm. just, I can't go, what am I going to do? Not eat deer meat for, you know, and this is the least amount of de- deer I've eaten during the hunting season ever. Like Bianca and I were just, we're just talking <clears throat> about it. Like usually we're cooking constantly during this time of year. We, you know, there's so much meat to be eaten. Like you kind of have no choice but to cook it. So I'm in a really different position, but I don't mind it because I've, been there before in my early stages of my career and i've you know been here before i prepared for it before i've gone through the struggle and i still think it's been a really successful year in just different ways um you know so i still got plenty of faith um but yeah now that's you know it is it is that time of the year where things and you know then you get a little nervous about shooting a, a shed buck gosh forbid you know, that's that's another thing. It's like, gosh forbid, I make that mistake. But, you know, that's when you really got to focus and, you know, look for the, you know, the the no the missing antlers and, you know, the fresh you you could tell. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's a little it's easier a, than a button buck, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Most most definitely. Oh, man. Shooting a buck. Uh, they're a pain in the buck. I have one that I was like, ah, is that a doe? It's so like difficult to judge. And I'm like, uh, I was like, I'm not going to shoot. And it turned out it was a, it was a button buck. So thank God I, you know, didn't do it. But, um, it is sometimes really tough. Yeah, definitely. Um, so duck ends Thursday. I didn't know that. I think you could still shoot sea ducks, but like, I don't think we're going down to do that or anything like that down down the coast yeah um, you need a specific rig to to do that you can't just do that in in anything um you really need to uh have like a decent boat situation generally yeah. speaking now i have shot yeah. buffle heads i think they consider buffle heads a sea uh, a sea duck no they don't they don't consider buffle head sea duck it's a diver yeah <clears throat> i think yeah. you're i think it's just scooters Long tail ducks, eiders, which I don't think they get eiders here. Uh, no, I don't. Do. I don't think I've ever <clears throat> seen one. Um, but yeah, it's pretty limited. It's it's your uh, mainly just surf scooters, black scooters, long tail ducks, and your uh, your eiders. But um, <clears throat> Canadians are until or geese are in general. I think until the what the twenty seventh, twenty ninth either 27th or 29th 27 20 or 29 one of those days so we have plenty of time for that um you know justin and i we will be for sure getting out on thursday we were going to get out for ducks this morning but with all the snow <clears throat> the melting snow you know the rain in certain earlier areas we we thought it would be best if we got out for geese which you know was definitely the right decision by him um <clears throat> but we will for sure be getting out thursday for the last day of the season and work called me the the other day it's like hey like can you work on sunday i was like no like i'm I'm not working sunday like i'm going out deer hunting it's snowed like no hang up called me back in like hey can you work thursday and i started laughing i go listen any other day i would because i usually work on thursday but i was like it's the last day of duck season like I want to shoot a mallard like or a black duck or, or, or something like that, you know, um, but I still want to fill the the, the fridge uh, with ducks. I do have some, but I want more. I'm a huge, huge fanatic for ducks. 
So I was like, no way. There is no way I am missing out on the last day of duck season. Unfortunately, Peyton won't be uh, won't be joining us this year, but it just makes her that next year we get him out for for duck season. Yeah, I'll think on it. There's a there's a chance that, you know, <laughs> Wednesday rolls around or Tuesday rolls around and it's just like, you know, whatever. What is might as well take off. They make more leave every day. But, um, <clears throat> you know, it looks like the weather next week. I'm just looking at it right now. Um, and this is where I live, far east, and I see, which means usually it's like five degrees colder, you know, out where Mike lives and then further out where we hunt. <clears throat> and I'm seeing Wednesday, good snow, high of 30, Tuesday, high of 35, Friday, snow, high of 35, lows in the low 20s. So, yeah. Oh, to- <clears throat> tomorrow's supposed to snow now well, in certain areas interesting um but you know seems like the weekend after next might be not a bad time to check out what you were talking about especially if we get some good snow uh next week yeah you know and not only like or maybe that's the week after next so no it's gonna be the next so next week and i was telling justin i was like damn of course like next week great duck hunting perfect duck hunting weather like 28 uh, high of 28 low of 20 high of 27 winds yeah low of 19 high of 26 low of seven like next Mm -hmm. week is like the week to duck hunt and of course it's going to be you would slaughter them 85 percent chance of snow west northwest 16 mile an hour winds probably gusting high 20s yeah, you real feel in the shade, 16 degrees, you'd be tearing them up. Little icebreaker. It it's crazy. It is. It but, is. <clears throat> I'm trying to think of when I feel as though Maryland had a later duck season. And I'm trying to remember when that is, but it just feels short to me. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. This year just felt shorter. Like even for just, we, we were like, oh no, we got plenty of time. Like we thought we had at least to the 18th. We have to, that's why we we're like, why text you one? If I was like, Hey, like, yo, just to let you know, like we, we only have till this week. Like we're going, so we're going out this week, yada, yada, yada. But we were just like, damn, like it went by so quick. The whole season flew by really. Uh, but yeah, didn't, didn't get to hunt ducks nearly as much as, as we wanted to, but from Saturday, you Sunday, already got pe- me thinking about it again. Yeah, uh, you, you should. You should. Uh, you should do it. You should I do might it. pull the trigger. I might have to let work know tomorrow. And just to let everyone know out there, who's hunting in our, you know, our area, probably on the East Coast, something like that, the high on Saturday is supposed to be fifty-three. If you want to deer hunt, if you're going to take the day added to deer hunt, it would be that Sunday, or that Monday, or even that Tuesday. But those are the days because you're going from 53 degrees to 32 degrees as a high, right? The next day is 34 and 24 with snow and then 32 with 14 degrees. So like those are some great hunting days and those are days that I would take advantage to go hunt. Also take advantage to go geese hunt uh goose hunt too as as well um i'm i'm not going to speak too much on that i know for ducks it would be great but justin if justin was here he would be able to tell us they all like it windy they all like it windy windy and cold that's they need that well you first of all you needed to get them to push down yeah um or else they'll just hang up north so you need this cold front and it seems like every year i just in my opinion now ducks Ducks don't do as well as a lot of other North American species that have recovered. You know, I'm not saying ducks are, you know, we're at risk of losing all our ducks. But if you look at all the species coming back, like our elk, moose, Mm -hmm. you know, bears, white-tailed deer, you know, it seems like a lot of stuff has made a great rebound, but it's ducks, maybe not as much. But it does still seem to me that, you know, as winter has gotten later, you know, it's like the cold weather has gotten later in the year, whether you like it or not, that is a fact, you know, the cold weather is in January. It seems like duck season is too late or it ends too early. 
you know, we're, we're missing the primo time. And I remember there was this year in Maryland where <clears throat> duck season ended on a Saturday and then it got a real cold snap. And then there was a picture of the Bay bridge, just ducks all the way across the day after the season ends. And it just seems like that's a theme every single year now that the ducks show up, but the season's over, you know, yeah. and maybe that's on purpose. Cause I know they do do that with turkeys and, you know, they want, they want the turkeys to get, you know, have a little bit of a chance to breed before people get after them and start shooting them. So they don't want it to be like, you know, full blown, you know, right when they come in, like you would see with like deer, but, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know, I said, I'd have to do some research on that if there's like a strategy behind that, but pretty good point. <clears throat> it does seem like we're just a week. The season ends a week or two early yep. and you look at the calendar for the weather this year and it just seems to be the case. Three days of snow next week, not a day over in the highs, over 30 probably out, out mm-hmm. West Jersey. So, especially with the wind, with the wind chill. <clears throat> yeah. Wind blowing 16. When does next Wednesday looks like a duck hunter's dream? You know, freezing, snowing, blowing. Yeah, no, yeah. I, it's, it's exciting. But, you know, before we, we, we end up, you know, Justin, I was I was hoping Justin was going to get on, uh, but he's actually driving. Uh, Justin did. We did a water uh, goose hunt this morning. They went to deer hunt in the afternoon and then they tried to get on a coyote at night. So Justin's a little behind, but <clears throat> we went out, me, Justin, and, you know, uh, one of the guys that he's he's taken out and guiding uh, a new hunter that he's getting uh, involved. Great, great guy. Um, got his first goose today. Um, so congratulations to him. Um, but, and I think big part of why Justin chose water or goose hunting over duck was because we had to take advantage of the snow on the ground. The decoys stuck out like crazy and it was perfect. And exactly, I I would say probably the first, I don't know, 20 or 30 minutes, maybe with us being in, in the blind, we already had five of our nine down um mm-hmm. absolutely just smoked them and then so we're like all right like we could have limited out like really quickly but after that we're like all right i didn't shoot i was doing a lot of filming um there's a the the guy who's you know justin was taken out i think he took a poke at you know a few by himself and everything so we're trying to get footage and everything like that so we're we're blowing mm-hmm. some opportunities and stuff like that um and then the, the guy you know he took a few shots even a poke you know at at, at one that he probably you know even just like oh, i probably should have you wait but like you know i really want you to blast one out the sky um so you know we took that shot and then you know Recorded another coming in and Justin and, you know, the guy, they they shot three more. So then we're at to eight. Right. Um, and so the last one was mine. They went to go one. The guy went to go pick up Chick-fil-A. And yet again, we're working, we're, we're filming and everything like that. And we you know, we get more to come in and we have all these one and one solo one landed. So it was like the perfect opportunity to to limit out on nine because like we can only shoot one more and none of them he's so justin's all right just shoot this one just shoot this one get up shoot it i got it so it's like oh like perfect thing just takes off so i thought i i thought i knocked it like i was like that's why i didn't shoot another one right away i shot reloaded and then you could see in the video like i wait a little and i was like damn shot again and then shot again and you know we just see it flying and just get lower 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 no but worse. way but way off our property like the, it wasn't even anywhere close mm. where we could have it went past the house and then you could just see it, it was just going down and i was like this thing couldn't have landed anywhere like within distance where you know we could have retrieved it because you know i hate hate wasting but you know a coyote or a fox is definitely going to get good lunch um Tonight, or maybe the neighbors w- went out and saw it and maybe, you know, because everyone around there hunts, like everyone hunts around yeah. there. Um, so absolutely fun. It's been my, this is the first year that I'm goose hunting and it has been like today got me hooked on it. Like the other days were fun, but today was just like, was a blast. And, you know, 
we we still have plenty more days, you know, that we're going to get out and stuff like that. You know, hopefully all four of us can get out, stuff like that. And, you know, the limit goes up to 12. So now you have a little more wiggle room and stuff like that, you know, to to get it done and everything like that. Um, a lot of meat filling the, the freezer with, with yeah. goose meat. I got plenty of goose meat in the freezer. Um, just a, a <laughs> real good hunt. Took some good pictures got some good footage then we're like screw it like we're already up here like why don't we real quick go hit the pheasant fields and try see if we can push a pheasant and you could see like we could see the tracks in the field so like we we just did it was three of us and we didn't have a dog and a lot of the stuff was real thick so you could see where the pheasants are actually walking in and out of we mm-hmm. just we couldn't flush one up um and then like i said they went out um deer hunting and i you know i believe they Andrew went up to and, you know, they saw some does and everything like that. So all in all, you know, for that for that guy, you know, for a first time, you know, experience like a he got to hit it all today, um, got his first goose, you know, got to go pheasant hunting, got to go duck hunting or got to go um, deer hunting and then ended it with a coyote hunt, um, you know, and that's another thing that I'm really excited for. I'm really excited for coyote season. Like I'm a huge coyote hunter, love doing it. You know, I got the gun for it, you know, got the call for it, got the lights for it. Oh yeah. Um, during the day yeah, and night. raccoons too. Yeah. I want to get those after net, some raccoons Get after those too. nest raiders, everybody. Yeah. I mean, everybody's yeah. got to get after those raccoons. Yeah, I agree. Um, so if there, if there's something and I want to get into trapping, so eventually I do want to take a trapping course, a big, big part of that for that reason. But like if anyone's ever been on the fence um, or anyone out there is a huge, you know, huge or just likes turkey hunting. Whenever you get a chance, just like, you know, we shoot coyotes for deer, you got to shoot a coyote for for uh, turkeys. You got to shoot a raccoon for turkeys like nest predator right there even possums but i don't see as many possums around like i do uh raccoons but um any chance you get go out and kill one and if you can go hunt them you can hunt them at night um and it's pretty fun like i do enjoy hunting raccoons um it, it is fun and something that we're gonna definitely do do more of this year um is hunt some dogs and hunt some uh raccoons that's awesome yeah i yeah. think i'm going I think I'm going to South Carolina in February uh, for squirrel hunting with dogs for the first time. So I am, uh, I'm pretty pumped on that. Oh, snap. Have you, have friend. you had uh have you had squirrel yet? Oh yeah, yeah. I've eaten squirrel a few times. I know um, in college I came home one day uh, with some ducks and some squirrel and just kind of mixed them all together and fed it to my roommates and didn't tell them, which is probably not something you're supposed to do. That might be an ethical uh, problem, <laughs> but uh you know, whatever. They all liked it. I told them after the fact and they no, there's nobody mad about it. They were surprised at how good it was. And um I mean it is. It's it's kinda like it's kinda like, you know, kinda like duck in a little bit. And you know I'd like to I'd like to eat more of it this year. You know, I'm not eating squirrels and a lot of people like I live in Jersey City and <laughs> I'm not eating these squirrels. You know, these are squirrels in the woods that have only been eating nuts and stuff. And you know, it's the same thing with bears. It's like, oh, you can eat a bear. And it's like, well, you think about like what something is, is like tastes like how it, what it eats, you know? Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to eat a turkey vulture. Cause that's definitely yeah. going to taste like crap, you know? But like a squirrel that just eats nuts and berries, same thing with a bear that eats nuts, corn, and berries. Mm-hmm. How, where would it get its bad taste from? You know, sea ducks that eat like old dead fish you know that's not that might not be good but yeah you know no, no. i'm excited it's a lot of fun i think it's something that that gets looked down upon by a lot of people but yeah it's a great i, I like it i like it i mean i'm a fan of it um nobody that course. i've ever gone with didn't have a great time now and do you do it in jersey too do you squirrel hunt in jersey as well I haven't yet. I've only squirrel hunted in Maryland. Um, okay. But I've definitely, I definitely am going to squirrel hunt Jersey this year. Yeah. Well, we'll get on. I'll, I'll go with you and stuff like that um, and get on them. Um, we need, um, so with, with that in mind, I'll, I guess I'll drop a little, a little teaser here. Um, date is not confirmed, but we are going to be having, hosting a game dinner. Um, we're hoping for early April. If not, it'll be the end. What I say, May, right? End of May, I think. Mm-hmm. I said what? Um, yeah, we picked a weekend in May. I think it was yeah. like the 
it was either the weekend of the 6th of April or you said the like second or third week of May. Yeah, something something like that. So we are going to be hosting a game dinner. Um, so Squirrels, I'm hoping, is going to make the menu. Um, hopefully Peyton can shoot a bunch of a lot of well, Peyton and I could shoot a lot of squirrels and, and put that on the menu. Bear has already been confirmed will be on the menu. Um, I, deer, of course, is going to be on the me- menu. Um, I may put before I I'll, I'll before I can confirm what else is going to be on the menu. Um, you know, I I imagine duck or geese will be on the menu. Um, and then, you know, we might cater some food too as as well. Um, but it, it's going to be we're we're in the process of of getting the date situated, um, getting the place locked down, um, and then going from from there. Um, so when more details come out. We'll 100% make a an announcement, um, and then we will be selling tickets um, to get in um, for for this year and probably for every year moving forward. But this is something I want to do annually. It's something that I've been trying to do for the last you know, three or four years, um, but it's just a lot of work um, and timing and everything like that. Um, another thing is we are actually going to be selling some merch um some new merch is, is hitting our, our store so this is the the green army green whatever you want to call it chasey chasey unknown line um now with the white our t-shirts and our our long sleeves have black our sweatshirts and our oh damn what's the other one that i got hoodie and um crew neck crew neck yep um both in green and the bluish gray with the white lettering um those are going to be made available soon um we'll be doing a pre-order for those in a little bit i got i got a few i think i got like 2025 for family and some of the guys and 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 everything like that um but i will be doing a pre-order for that soon as well Um, size run what does that size look like? Because that was a question I had. I asked this is you. a large. What, I, what I'm wearing right large? now is a large. Yeah. Do you think it runs like big or runs small or runs true? Because I feel like sweatshirts are so hit or miss. I think this runs true. Like this is every other large sweatshirt I've, I've ever worn. Um, you know, I don't. We can, you know, if well, when I give you yours, you know, try it on. If it doesn't fit, then when I do the pre-order list, uh, I will be ordering extra large. So I will be. I just did a certain amount just for just a few, just to give to people and everything like that, and some of the guys. Um, but you know, when we do the pre-orders, obviously you can get anywhere from small, medium, large, extra large, double XL, yada yada yada. We still have some hats. Well, this is not my hat, but this is dave's urban pursuit hat but we still have some hats shirts and stuff like that uh for sale as as well um we're getting back into that season where you know we'll be going to shows and everything like that so merch will be made steadily available as well um and then yeah like i'll we'll be at the great american outdoor show um i know bianca and i are going to only be able to go we were going to go four or five days this year because of our wedding we're only going to um, and we're going to England now. And, you know, so we are going to only be going for like a night or two um, because we need to save money. Eventually, we will be back to being there for four, five, six days, maybe seven days a week because she actually loves it. Um, so we'll be there. I don't know what Peyton's situation with that is, um, when he can go undecided, or anything like that. Undecided still. Um, yeah, I'd love to, but. I haven't planned that far ahead yet, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. Um, And yeah, we'll we'll probably be doing a few other shows and and stuff like that, uh, hopefully um, this year. But yeah, well, as the time gets closer, we'll we'll be updating you guys and everything like that every step of the way. We have a bunch of stuff planned for 2024. Um, You know, a lot of stuff that we're, we're working on, but it's still in season. So, you know. Our most important thing is finishing the season. Then we'll get there. Peyton, any any last words for for the guys out there? Oh, I forgot about the uh, the bear skull story. Oh yes, 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 uh, yes. Hold on I, one second. Let me go grab it. Yeah. Oh man, this is this story is so unique and so cool. So this is a really cool story, guys. Um, for all you that have fallen us, follow uh, follow us. You probably know, but for the people that don't, like check this out. So, so I got my 
bear skull. What a big back, skull, but... though. What, first, go go over the measurement. So, what what was the measurement of the of the skull? So this is a ninety like scoring. I don't remember. I just remember the the sum scores a uh, nineteen and like a sixteenth. So I think they go to the one eight. So nineteen inch, which would be Pope and Young. Yes, I think Pope and Young is eighteen. Yeah, it was eighteen. Boone and Crockett's twenty. So yep. you know, just right there, the dead smack in the middle. Yeah, dead smack in the middle between a Boone and Crockett and a uh, Pope and Young. So it's pretty sweet. Um, <clears throat> and then, so if you look at the pictures of my bear, you'll see that. And we'll, we'll, we'll have the picture somewhere here, wherever, when I edit this, okay. it will be somewhere here. You'll see that it had a big, like ping pong ball size knot on its nose. And um, I'll kind of write up about this, but you know, I, I just remember like everybody just be like, oh, okay, you know there's some you know there's a knot on its nose and we thought it was a cyst or we thought a bb gun or a pellet gun or something like that like nothing out know, the no, we never really thought much of it at the time i remember when we shot the bear we also focused on the bear that nobody thought really anything about the knot on its face you know it just kind of went by the wayside i remember like, oh, you asking i remember you asking i asking remember what? like you're like what do you think that's on its face i i'm pretty sure or maybe it was bobby or maybe it was bass somebody yeah, I, I don't know yeah asked. and then we were like uh i thought it was like maybe a thorn or something but it just yes. like qu you, quickly you, you got said like thorn. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it quickly just got like forgotten about you know and the, the excitement of just like oh my god we shot the nice bear and um but it's kind of took it to my taxidermist because i'm getting a rug made and then he's like i'll throw in the euro mount of the skull you know for an extra like little bit so i was like yeah absolutely um and my girlfriend was with me and her she she's a veterinarian student so she's in vet school so she knows all about the animal stuff and she was explaining in in the scientific manner of what that is that i don't know because i don't speak that language but um you know they were both feeling it and they were like there's something like like a big hard like knot in there and i was just like okay Whatever, already thinking about the money that I just gave this guy, which is like, so again, not thinking anything of it because I'm just thinking about how empty my bank account is now. Um, and then I didn't really think about it until we're on the way there. And again, my girlfriend's with me for whatever reason. She is there every time I go to the taxidermist. And um, she's like, oh, I'm so excited to see what he pulled out. And I'm just like, oh, man, I forgot about that. So we uh, pull up and he immediately hands me the skull and um attaches a little baggie with a perfectly intact nine millimeter slug so wild! like you can see where it engaged the rifling it's a little maybe slightly dented kind of on the one side you know the jacket didn't is still perfectly intact and you know the lead has only started to kind of corrode since it's been out since I've taken it out of the plastic um, and he took it out of the bear's face. So who knows, you know, I have no idea, you know, who shot this bear in the face. Um, but there is, it did nothing to this bear. There is nothing. Uh, it is just, it was just resting, you know, right up against its face right here. And, um, you know, I'm talking to the expert um the veterinarian student she was saying you know they'll push it out like it, it was still intact intact it wasn't corroded at all you know so i think it leads me to believe the bear wasn't shot that long ago um and the fact that you can shoot it with a nine millimeter full metal jacket right in the face and it not Where's give a people shit out there <laughs> do not shoot a bear with a nine millimeter you'll only piss it off yeah, evidently um contrary to popular belief including myself um so there you go you know i have a couple of theories but you know it wasn't in the boonies either it's not like where we shot it was in an area where i would believe it'd be questionable to discharge a handgun too so it's just really surprising um but you know in that area where where 
people are allowed to there's no uh discharge like so people can shoot in their backyards and stuff like that oh okay i didn't know that yeah 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 because yeah. my buddy lives um <clears throat> lives there um on the other side and he's actually building a range he well he wants to build a range in his backyard and he, he called and everything like look he is a cop also but like he called and asked and they said yeah there is no like discharge so you you're you're good to go i always hear like shooting especially where where we were on the other side where we're out scouting and deer hunting and everything like that um one of those houses over there, i remember would shoot like every day mm. just go shoot every single day Maybe maybe it was that person. Don't want to get him in trouble. So, you know, um, you never yeah, it could be so many been people. a stray bullet. I mean, I was thinking maybe somebody got into somebody's trash for the last time and they'd had enough. Um, could have. Big bear. Big bear. Big bear. Big bear. But, you know. Just not Ed. a. Yeah, nine millimeter, evidently just shot nothing. placement couldn't have been more perfect too. right between the eyes. Yeah. Then just. They're bulletproof, apparently. Well, I, I've, I've, go I've, buy your ten millimeters, I guess. I talked <laughs> to a guy. Commercial. <laughs> we did a podcast. You know, I remember him shooting a. He was bear hunting and he shot a bear with the bow up in a tree, and the arrow deflected right off the skull. Just their skulls are so thick that uh, it is not easy to. So, when you are buying your bear protection gun especially in a state where you can carry one. Do not carry anything nine and smaller. We are not going to yeah. test what round goes through, but we know for sure nine below. No bueno. We kind of figured yeah. 22 and everything like that, but no, no, no bueno. You need speed. Or at least it's got to be shot bump. in the, you know, in the vitals, but then you yeah, know, don't that would, shoot it in the head. Apparently, yeah. Do not um, if it's charging at you. Just say a prayer. Unless you've got <laughs> your forty-four, or I don't even know if it's ten. Or you better pray that you have. Them. Pray that you better have you good enough shot, or you get it literally right in the eye. Like that's the only like that's the only thing I can think. Maybe, yeah. Um, but and yet even again, you might the just eye socket on this bear. There's still yeah. thick bone right there, behind yeah. it. So, yeah. you know, it's it, its skull is a lot more narrow than I thought, right? Because yeah. you look at that bear and that's just all crushing power. The, the, the bear, here, the yeah. crushing muscles. These are so you see a big bear. It's got a big block head. But it's yep, all so. all muscles just to crush. Yeah. And, you know. Break bones. Yeah, Insane. they're they're Insane. awesome animals you know i think since i've like started hunting them is actually where i really fell in love with bears see which is what i tell you argument I, yeah it just goes to my argument it's just like you know um i often get asked the question you know being so hard into hunting and my girlfriend being so into animals and it's like how does she feel about it well it's like well in many ways i in most ways i you know care for and love you know these type of animals more than anybody else does yeah. Um, just because you appreciate them in such a greater manner and she understands that and uh and appreciates that herself. So she actually loves right. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 great. You know, great, great to hear. <clears throat> and it's that understanding that we that we that we need, you know, from from you know, not everyone's gonna, you know, think like that and everything like that. So um but they're truly amazing creature and you know we talked about it on the first time we we recorded the episode you know the bear episode and everything like that and such a unique animal um truly one of the most interesting where they look like the most docile big dogs and can just ab absolutely just ruin your one day. swipe not even like a full powered swipe could take off your head you know or just looking at your bear's head and now looking at the 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 skull versus the head and that was by far the biggest bear head i have i've seen in person to date he was that's like, all muscle was joe rogan i'm a big joe rogan fan and he was talking on a podcast and it's like there's people in this world that think that they can fight those things and it's like 
thinking about it now, or it's like you can even shoot him in the face with a handgun and it doesn't do anything. You know, maybe rethink that. Maybe you'd like to rethink that that thought if you're one of those guys that thinks you can fight these things because they will mess you up. No, no, there's there's no point. At that point, I just saying a prayer and just you know. <laughs> That's that's all I can do. Maybe try to scare it. That's like the only tactic that that really that really Carry works. Something bigger than a nine, apparently, if you can. <laughs> Forty-five, fifty cal, any anything. Yeah, and you know, I guess there's we don't there's a lot we don't know. Maybe it could have been very far. Maybe it could have been a deflection. Yeah, you know, that's maybe true. that bear was just in the wrong place, wrong time, caught a stray. But that's true. You know. It ain't looking good. <laughs> it's, it's not looking no. good. No. No. Yeah. But um, all right, guys. Yeah. I think we'll I think we'll wrap it up here. Um, you know, I, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. First one of 2024. Um we'll we'll be doing, like I said, we'll we'll be finishing out the year doing these basically weekly episodes. We, you know, we got just what five weeks left of the season, basically. Um <clears throat> yeah, just about you know, just about five weeks left of the season. Um, we probably won't record, you know, any crazy updates with coyote season. Um, you know, we'll probably get out unless we, you know, we, we do something crazy or something like that. I'll get a bunch of raccoons and coyotes or something like that. Um, we'll probably go to two weeks or whatever, but a break will be coming after I, <laughs> you know, I will be taking a little bit of a break and then we're going to be back to recording <laughs> Uh, back to doing interviews, stuff like that, working on a bunch of other stuff. So, um, you know, stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for, to hear about our official announcement for the game dinner when we're releasing our sweatshirts um, and anything else that we have planned. Uh, Peyton, any last words? Nope. You know, as always, thank you guys.